Welcome to the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by Jokerback.com, the home of the underdog. Here are your hosts, Brian Contino, Dom Fierro, and Chris Morris. All righty then, welcome back to the Sneaky Plays Podcast. Brian Catino here with Dom Fierro, Chris Morris, week 16 of the NFL season. Fantasy football championships are upon us. Um, and DraftKings is heating up. We're no longer having Thursday night football games. We got a triple header on Saturday, which is exciting. And, uh, man, we're almost about to wrap it up, boys. Sad. Yeah. End of the season. Um, love the uh, Saturday triple header. Why don't they do that every week? Obviously you can't do it every week, but when uh, you should have <laughs> last week with nothing on, you know, all you had was army Navy, like, well, army Navy stands alone. Ah, does that really need to stand alone? But like, you can have a night game though. You know, like you have army Navy in the afternoon, then you can have a night game at like eight o'clock and then obviously you get three games this week. But that but, being said, I, I do love the Saturday slate. Yeah. You need Saturday football every week. I, I do. I need Saturday. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, we get the – it's college football throughout the year, so that's obviously, you know, that, that occupies that. But the second that ends, like, I don't – me personally, I don't need Army-Navy taking up a full chunk of, a full chunk of my Saturday. So, oh. but you guys. I know it's, nah. you know, it's, it's tradition. It's, you know, something to be recognized. But personally, I'd much rather watch an NFL game. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy Army-Navy being on. I get it. Uh, I get it. I mean, I I do love college football a little bit more than the NFL, other than the Packers, of course. <laughs> but that whole game, I like that a lot better than any stupid Jaguars Titans type game on a Saturday. Oh yeah, you know? obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't need that. But I like. I mean, you know, you could have had a. What was it? Well, you could have Packers Bears last Saturday night. You know, uh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that game. <laughs> <laughs> one more lateral. Allen Robinson was going to the end zone. Yeah, I uh, had a heart attack watching it. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen. The, the, the tight end who had the ball, he just, I don't know what he was doing. He had a brain crime. Uh, I'm happy he did. I'm happy he did. He was going in. Robinson, like, didn't even dive for the ball when it was on the ground after. He was just in such, like, disgust. He was like, why the fuck didn't you ladder me the ball, dude? I was scored. Uh, but playoffs. Finally playoffs, back. Man, you clinched. Only, only a matter of time for they break my heart in January, but... <laughs> You know, at least I'll have the opportunity to have my heart broken oh. another time in January. Well, at least it wasn't broken in September. Exactly. Yes, yeah. it's true. <laughs> at least so if I don't have mine broken this weekend. So oh. We'll get to that later. That could very well happen. We'll see. You know, I'm revved up. Ooh, well, all right. Before we, you know, uh, get in things, we got uh, got our drafting plays, of course. Um, as always, we start with quarterbacks finished with defenses this past weekend. I'm just not sure what was going on with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. Yeesh. Not pretty. I, I said on this podcast a while ago that the saints were the fakest best team. I'm almost going to consider the 49ers as that team too. Cause they've lost some, I mean, would they have three losses? One yeah, was the Seattle, which they could have won. Then the Ravens game was whatever. We probably should have won that game too. 
And then this game to the Falcons, I mean, that's just bad. <laughs> that's as bad it as is. it comes. It is, but like I mean, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't pretty, definitely, but I don't know, coming off that uh big win in New Orleans, you know, which was like the game of the year. That was a knockdown, drag out fight, you know, blow for blow. And you know, you're due to have a letdown after that. You shouldn't lose at home to the Falcons. But like the Falcons beat the Saints earlier in the year. And the Saints look like they're, you know, they they found their footing a little bit last night. So like I don't know. Well, while you can say that, like, you shouldn't lose at home to the Falcons, like, I kind of think that's just a blip on the radar. And the uh, and the Niners will get back on track, and Jimmy G will get back on track, too. Yeah, you can't lose to the Falcons, though, in I know, December. I you can lose to them in September. But you can't lose to them in December when you can go from a one seed, potentially, to playing in Dallas or Philadelphia, you know? Well, yeah, but the game doesn't, like, doesn't really matter because they got to play Seattle one more time anyway, and, you know, whoever wins that game is going to win the division. That was going to matter pretty much regardless of that Atlanta game. Yeah, can we, can we maybe discuss that the Atlanta Falcons are actually a good football team, and I don't know what was happening in September and October. Like, I just don't know what was going on because the last month – They've looked very good at football, like tough with every team. Uh, they easily handled the Panthers, which obviously aren't – it wasn't that difficult. Uh, they made – they beat the Saints, um, had a tough game with them the second time. I mean, I mean, they've been playing decent football, and I think the 49ers took them a little lightly. And, uh, I mean, when you have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, I mean, there's always a chance for them to go off and, and beat your football team. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the Falcons. They haven't been playing good second half of the year. Um, like we just said, wins over the Niners and the Saints, who could very well end up as the top two seeds in the NFC. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, they play hard now. They play hard for, for Dan Quinn. Um, you know, he was a coach that was on the hot seat all year. And there's a lot of other teams that, you know, kind of seem like they've tanked on their coach. Um, and that's one that kind of didn't and rebounded and actually has had a nice second half of the year. But I don't really understand what was going on there the first half of the year. I mean, the defense was horrible. Their O-line was terrible, but they clearly shouldn't have been as bad as their record. Well, I think you're going to see Dan Quinn get fired at the end of the year. I, think I don't know. Co- if they play hard now. I feel like you might not anymore. I think it's a coaching thing because that team is good. Um, but as the league is going, you see a lot more offensive-minded head coaches now. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what they need because Dan Quinn is obviously a defensive guy. So I would think he's gone. They switch him over. You know, they switch over the reins to somebody who's offensively minded. And another thing about the Falcons is what's the most dangerous team to play at this time of the year? A team that's got nothing to play for. And that's exactly what the Falcons are doing. They're playing spoiler for, you know, hopefully the next few weeks because they don't care whether they're going to go out and play. They probably realize it's Dan Quinn's last few days as, you know, Falcons coach and go out and play hard for him. Maybe get a few wins. So that's what this team is right now. Yeah, I think they've rallied behind Dan Quinn, and I think he keeps his job. Um, and I think the NFC South next year is 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 going to be back. It's going to be back to what we thought it was going to be this year. I mean, you can see the Bucks playing good football too. They're seven and oh, seven yeah. right now. They're I fun. Mean, they're actually yeah. they're better than the Falcons, I think. Yeah. So next year we'll have the Saints, Bucks, Falcons all competing. Who knows uh, the head coaching change in, in uh, Carolina. I mean, they still have talented weapons around them. Obviously, need to find some some quarterback help. Um, but, I mean, I think that's going to be a, uh, an exciting division next year. Um, but anyway, let's, let's, let's go into our DraftKings plays. Um, we'll start with quarterbacks. Who wants to get it rolling uh, for the pass throwers right now? Huh. 
You want to go ahead, Dom? You go ahead. You yeah, because my pick is going to make you pretty happy probably. Oh. And that's big boy Carson Wentz. Wow. At 50, Did not expect that. At 5,800. This is solely on I see him playing a little bit better. Yes. Uh, I didn't really so. watch the game on Sunday, but I did see the highlights of it. And he's been playing. You know, I think it takes a little bit of pressure off of him now that they're in this position. Uh, 100%. I don't know. if Yeah, because you know, I think a lot of people expect them to come in and really compete for this division with – you know, at this point being 12 and three or, you know, whatever it is, uh, but they're not, they're in second right now, but they have a chance to kind of steal this division away from Dallas. And I think this is the game. You're going to see a big game out of Carson Wentz. Uh, he's clearly using his guys that he has. I mean, he had 30 completions the other day for three touchdowns. So I expect, and this Dallas team, I think what you saw on Sunday is Kind of the team you expected to see the whole year, but the Rams also have him playing all great. Uh, yeah, that's a flimsy I, Rams team. Yeah, so I I'm not going to say that win was a fluke for Dallas, but I think this game will be, you know, it's it's in Philly. Uh, you know, oh, I expect yeah. those, oh, yes, the, it is. I expect those fans to be pretty rowdy and including me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I expect Carson Wentz to have a big day. I love it. I love it. I didn't, I didn't uh, see that one coming. But, um, no, he has been much better recently, um, really after the first half of the Giants game from that point on to the last six quarters. Um, still is definitely careless with the ball. I would love him to cut down on the fumbles. Um, you know, he almost gave me a heart attack a couple times on Sunday. He did end up losing one. But uh, it seems like, you know, I mean, I almost thought this at the time. It, it was sort of a blessing in disguise when Alshon and, and Aguilar went down. Um, and, you know, Aguilar could be back, but who even cares at this point? I mean, he's dead weight around here. He's not going to be back. Um, and not that, you know, the guys that are in there now are, are necessarily better, but it's new life. It's new juice. You know, when you're playing with Aguilar and Alshon, you know, they definitely are kind of the Foles guys. And, you know, you can tell there's sort of just a disconnect between them and Wentz. And, and, you know, Carson's got his guys out there now. He's got young, hungry guys, Greg Ward, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, making plays all over the place. Um, and he and Carson's definitely they've kind of galvanized and rallied around him. He's led game-winning drives in each of the last two weeks, which was kind of you know a big knock on him before that he didn't really do that much. So it was great to see that two weeks in a row. Um, and I do think I, I'm not worried about the Eagles' offense this week. I think Carson's gonna gonna have good numbers. I think he's gonna have a good game. I'm worried about the defense a little bit, but for fantasy this week, I do I do like Carson. I think he'll probably have another 200 plus yard game through the air possibly 300 depending on, you know, the, the context of the game and how it plays out. Um, I would expect a couple touchdowns too. So I love the pick. Um, my guy, I'm going to go with, with uh, the record breaker from last night, Drew Brees. A um, little pricey, yeah, but I didn't really love the options in QB this week, honestly. Um, 6900 is a lot of money, but, you know, it's not quite like it's paying like 8000 like you would be doing for Lamar. Um, and I think Tennessee, you can really move the ball and get and get chunk yardage on them. We saw Houston do it this past week. Deshaun Watson didn't throw a couple red zone you know, picks. You know, they would have put up 30-plus. Um, I think Breeze and that offense are really fine in their stride after, you know, him coming back from the injury. They were a little rusty for a few weeks there. They lost the game to San Fran last, last week but still put up 46 points, and Breeze went bonkers in that game. That we saw what he did last night. One incompletion was maybe, you know, the most jawing part of that night, you know, outside of the record. 29 for 30. I mean, that's just I, that's jaw-dropping. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to have another big week. This offense is starting to roll. It's starting to look like the Saints, Saints offense we've seen the last few years. Um, and I think you can – that Tennessee defense can be had. 
Yeah, Drew Brees last night was nothing short of remarkable. Um, I'm actually a little upset at the Saints for keeping them in in the middle of the fourth quarter when they're up 34 points, but that's yeah, neither <laughs> Yeah, that was a little there. puzzling. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Drew Brees. He is a little pricey, um, but he's he's going to get a lot of fancy points this week, I believe, against Tennessee. <clears throat> um, I mean, riskily, we could play Lamar Jackson every single week and sound like we're geniuses, but that's not what we're here for. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, like – definitely not going to say don't set Lamar Jackson in your lineup. Like, honestly, you should almost on a weekly basis, but we're trying to find some quarterbacks here that are cheaper price and where you could pay up somewhere else. So I also like Carson Wentz for that matter. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm as high on you, uh, uh, as high on him as you, Dom, but uh, I think Carson Wentz is due for a pretty big week at home. I think the crowd's going to be rocking. Um, so exciting football game uh, on Sunday. But I'm going to roll with the hot hand. His quarterbacks scored 19 or more fancy points in four out of the last five games. And uh, his name is Matt Ryan, $6,200 going up against Jacksonville at home. Obviously, Jacksonville is not the defense of old. Um, and uh, I think the Falcons are going to keep rolling. And uh, I think Matt Ryan is going to have a good day, um, just like he had this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, I like the Falcons again this week. So, Matty Ice, 6200 for me. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, I thought about that as well. You know, the Jacksonville defense, they were a little bit better on Sunday as opposed to what they've been, you know, the last month or so, the second half of the year in which they've just been dismal. Um, but Oakland still moved the ball. They didn't really score, but they definitely did move the ball. Um, and with the way that Atlanta offense is playing right now, it's definitely gained some confidence. They've been a lot better. Um, I would expect Julio and Matt Ryan to both, you know, just they're, they're going to be connecting left and right in this game. Um, I think they'll both put up monster numbers, especially at home, too. They put up, like, 40 against the Panthers a couple weeks ago at home. So, uh, in the friendly confines of that dome, I, I love that pick. Yeah, I like both picks, uh, the Drew Brees pick and the Matt Ryan pick. And a little NFC South action this week. Uh, maybe that'll be a telling tale on the rest of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, quite possibly. All right. Um, I feel like we got three actually really good options uh, out there right now. Um Let's move on to running back. Morris, we'll, uh, we'll start with you. Um, I feel like I'll, this week probably have to pay up, um, probably potentially both slots. But uh, I was wondering if you had any guys in the middle tier here that you could possibly slide into to your lineup this week. Yeah, I actually do like two guys in the middle tier. Um, one from that game we just highlighted, um, Devontae Freeman. Running the ball a lot better for the Falcons recently. Um, hasn't really quite busted out. You know, two weeks ago, he did, he did have a good game, 84 yards and a touchdown. Um, last week was, was held to just 39 yards on 12 carries, but that was against San Francisco. Um, and, you know, it, who has been one of the better league's defenses, especially against the run this year. Um, and he, he's just looked better since he came off injury. You know, he wasn't playing too well earlier in the year. You know, he got hurt there in the middle of the season. He missed about a month. Um, but the eye test, he's just looked sharper. Um, he's looked quicker on his cuts the last few games since he's come back from the injury. Um, so I like the way he's trending, and you know, like we said, I think I think Atlanta's humming right now. I think they're going to score a lot of points in this game. They're probably going to get up early with Matt Ryan throwing the ball to Julio, um, grind him out the rest of the way with Freeman. I think Freeman will probably have 15 to 20 touches in this game. Most certainly, we'll get a touchdown because they'll be in the red zone a bunch. Um, so I definitely I, I think Freeman it's at, uh, six six thousand, a good play um, in the middle tier. Um, and then my other guy that I like this week, um, this one is a little bit more shaky just because, you know, they really haven't been playing well at all recently. Uh, the Colts, who got 
lambasted last night in front of the national audience. Um, but Mac at 6,200 going up against what has been the worst run defense in the league for a while now. Um, we've highlighted them, the Carolina Panthers, how, you know, how many yards they've been yielding on the ground. Chris Carson, just the latest uh, player to go completely off against them last week. Um, there's been guys like Peterson, Geis went off a couple weeks ago too. So whoever's lining up in the backfield um, going up against Carolina has just been shredding them apart. Um, and I think the Colts, they're a little bit better than what they've shown. They've, they've really been snake bitten by tie injuries. Season's kind of fallen down the toilet. Um, but I think they're due to get back on track a little bit, at least, you know, even if it's meaningless now at this point in the year. I think they'll put up a good showing back at home on Sunday. Carolina is totally a dead team. They've quit. Um, you know, they're just yielding, like I said, tons of yardage. I think that, you know, the Colts, they, they like, you know, building around the running game, getting a lead. That's kind of the identity of their team when they're rolling. So I think Mac will get back on track and have a big week this week. Yeah, I agree with that pick. And Marlon Mack, that was one of my picks. Uh, that Carolina team has just given up at yeah. this point. Um, so that's not more of a – it's more of a pick based off of that than I think Marlon Mack, how, how he's been running the ball. Because yesterday was abysmal. Yeah, they were uh, they were embarrassing. Yeah, they were they were really that was bad. Horrible. Uh, my next pick, he's priced a little bit higher, or not really higher, hundred dollars higher than uh, Marlon Mack. But based off of this is going based off of so it's a little risk. Uh, is Kenyon Drake uh, went off last week against uh, I don't even remember who they played. Uh, Browns. Then, Browns. Yeah, yeah, he went he went off, uh, and I think you're finally seeing. I mean, he was traded obviously in the middle of the season. And they really couldn't really get it going, you know, much. You know, there are games here and there that he would do really well, but nothing crazy until this past week. I expect to see a little bit him used a little bit more the way he was used against the Browns. Uh, you know, he had four touchdowns, just went bonkers. Uh, and the Seattle defense, I think they're going to need him to play really well if they're going to, you know, compete with Seattle this week. And obviously, your Cardinals, you want to play a little bit of spoiler. Uh, division game so you got to hope that he goes off and I think he will yeah so for me I actually like this tier that we're in Mac at 6200 is, is a guy I have him slotted in right now currently um, that picks more based off Carolina's defense obviously than it is uh, the Colts offense as of late but I think they bounce back at home this week and I think Mac's a big part of it um, and then Kenyon Drake he, I don't know the exact percentage of his snap share, but it was way higher than David Johnson's. I mean, they've completely written off David Johnson as getting the touches as a lead back. Um, and Kenny Drake looked great. So I, I think against Seattle, I, I don't think they're that tough against the run, man. Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he does it against everybody, but he did look really good again. I think Kenny Drake won't exactly equate to a performance like McCaffrey, but I think he has a solid one uh, here this week. I have I have Austin Eckler here against the Oakland Raiders. Um, I mean, you saw Melvin Gordon fumble twice. Uh, once he fumbled that second time, uh, Anthony Lynn had no more part of him. He didn't want any more part of him. And uh, Austin Eckler kept running the ball, getting the passes out of the backfield. Um, obviously, it was a tough day for that team overall. But uh, I like Eckler to have a big performance this week and and take over the reins as what he was in the beginning of the season. So. Uh, give me a little Austin Eckler, 6,100. That's your boy, Tino, Austin Eckler. <laughs> Love, Love me some Austin Eckler, man. He is good. I mean, 11 touchdowns in the year. Um, no, he's good. I like the pick. Um, Oakland, you know, I think 
think anybody playing Oakland, Jacksonville, or Carolina, you can just chalk them up for a big day, basically. Um, so just look at the matchups and pick anybody that's playing against those three teams. Yeah, um, Austin Eckler is definitely. I mean, he's hasn't he hasn't fallen off since Melvin Gordon came back, which I think is very not surprising, but maybe shocking is the right word. Uh, you know, because I think a lot of people when Melvin Gordon came back, they expected him to just take over and Austin Eckler disappear, and he hasn't. And he's been great for fantasy owners this year. Yeah, um, and, and bouncing off the the matchup thing, um, there's a few matchups that I really like this weekend, and, and Jacksonville, Atlanta is one of them. Oakland and the the Charters are another. Carolina and the Colts are another. So, I mean, I feel like we've had some patterns here with, with picking these matchups. Arizona and Seattle as well, I think, is a plus matchup for yeah. fantasy. Um, so, I think th- these are matchups that we have to exploit this week. Definitely, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to mention that one too. Um, Arizona, Seattle. There's a few guys. Um, Drake being one clearly emerges as the uh, top guy over there. David Johnson's just an afterthought now. Um, he's really blending in nicely now. Drake, um, Christian Kirk, even too. I mean, Seattle can definitely. I mean, their their secondary can be had. They're usually winning games, so you know whoever the other team is, they're they're throwing the ball a lot. Um, and Kirk is probably still the number one guy there in Arizona. So I like him this week. And, I, you know, Arizona also yields tons of yardage. Um, Cleveland was not fully able to exploit it because it's Cleveland and the Browns are a joke. Um, but uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, I think can both have huge games this week there too. All right. So, yeah, that'll take us uh, into some receivers then. Um, Dom, uh, who do you have this week uh, catching the ball? So my first guy is Terry McLaurin, uh, 6,200. Went off against the Eagles. I would expect nothing less than him not to go, you know, to, than to go off against the Giants. Uh, this Giants team, I think, is <coughs> pretty much done for the season now after Eli got his win. You know, I don't, I don't know if they're going to start Eli either, which would be, you know, a little bit crazy. Uh, but I expect Terry McLaurin to go off, you know, and have a big day. I think he did pretty well also against the Giants earlier in the year. Uh, my next pick is <coughs> sorry, uh, Jamison Crowder uh, going up against Pittsburgh. He's fallen, uh, which is surprising to me in the price. You know, he was a guy who was floating recently about six thousand dollars. Now he's at fifty four hundred uh, against the Ravens. He did really well. Uh, Darnold team to get connected with him again. You know, the past few weeks it's been you know a little up and down, uh, but he did really well against the Ravens and that defense. And I expect him to do the same thing against Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's a little bit tougher of a defense, but you know, playing home, you're playing for you know, you're pretty much playing spoiler. You know, that's what you are at the New York Jets right now. So I expect him to have a a big game. I don't know if they'll win the game, but I think they'll have a big game. Um, and then. One guy I would take a flyer on is Sterling Shepard. Finally healthy. Uh, He's been playing really well. Uh, but the only reason I would take a flyer on him is make sure that starting quarterback is either Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. If it's Alex Tanney, stay away from him. Oh, I hope it's Alex Tanney. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really um, – I don't love the Crowder pick. I like the McLaren pick. Um Clearly him and Haskins are kind of finding some rhythm now after, you know, McLaurin was going off earlier in the year with Keenum, but when, when Haskins stepped in, 
McLaurin's production really dropped, but that seems to be changing now as Haskins is getting better and the Eagles somehow made Dwayne Haskins look like an all-pro last week. Um, but, yeah, McLaurin, I like to play. Um, the Giants, you know, they certainly will give up big yardage too, although they've been a little bit better recently defensively. Um, but, you know, we know McLaurin's the number one guy there. He's going to get a ton of targets. Um, so, yeah, I like that pick. I don't like the Crowder pick as much. Um, I know that, you know, we've kind of ridden him this year too, and he's, and he's been surprisingly good. Um, but Pittsburgh's defense is really good. Um, you know, they really haven't, haven't given up big games to anybody at receiver. Um, I think that's going to be, that's, I don't know. I just don't like really anybody in fantasy in that game. Um, I guess if you were to pick one, it probably would be Crowder because I wouldn't take either quarterback. I wouldn't really take anybody on Pittsburgh. Um, but I don't know. I think that's got kind of a low scoring stinker written all over it. Um, Crowder could have some catches, I guess, you know, for short yardage, but I don't really like anything too explosive out of him. Um, I got two guys, uh, one, you know, grudgingly I had to take this guy going against my team. Um, but Amari Cooper always blasts the Eagles, um, has played us three times since the start of the last year. I believe he's gone over near a hundred yards every time he had over 200 yards last year, uh, in that game in Dallas late in the year and a couple touchdowns. Um, 6,700 too, really not that bad, I guess, you know, cause he hasn't been, he hasn't been great recently, but, um, I think going up against the Eagles, um, his price, I'm a little surprised his price isn't higher because the Eagles yield. I mean, I don't know if, I know that, you know, number one receivers go off against most teams, but the Eagles just have such a propensity to give up boatloads of yardage to the out to the opposing team's number one receiver, Devontae Parker, Terry McLaurin, Darius Slayton. I mean, you name them, whoever it is goes off. Um, I don't know if, you know, I think the Eagles can still win this game, but I think Cooper will have a good game. He'll probably have close to her, or if not over 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, so I would definitely lock him in at 6,700. Then my other guy, a um, little bit more under the radar, but quietly has been pretty good, um, is Mike Williams. Um, obviously playing on a crap team with the Chargers. Has a touchdown each of the last uh, couple of weeks. Had five for a buck 17 the week before that. So, it's really been a big play waiting to happen. Um, doesn't get as many targets or catches, but usually when he does get a catch, um, it's usually for 40 or 50 yards. Um, you know, and he hadn't scored a touchdown all year either, but now he's on a two-game streak with a touchdown in each game. Um, and this is a game, you know, like we talked about, that I think this is fantasy heaven in this game. I think that the Chargers, you know, Bill Rivers might turn the ball over seven times again, but they're going to get yards and they should, get, you know, score some touchdowns at least. Um, and I think Williams will definitely get behind that defense a few times. So Morris, um, before I get on my picks, picks, um, who would you say is the number one corner in, in Philly? Is it Darby or is it Mills? Um, it's, it's probably, I think it's Mills. You know, if you ask the Eagles, they'd probably say Darby, but I think Mills is better. So you think Mills is going to line up with Cooper? Um, that would be my guess. They usually just stick guys on one side though, which okay. I also don't like. They don't let, yeah. So if he's on Darby, he will burn Darby at least once, probably twice. Okay, I would feel more confident when Mills on him. I was going to say because if if Gallup is going to be on Darby, I would I would attack that matchup. Yeah, like honestly, whoever's whoever is going up against Darby, attack that matchup. He's the one that can definitely be had more. Yeah, well, I mean, I think both are plus matchups for both. Gallup yeah, and no, Cooper, they probably but, they are. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, that's going to be a high scoring affair. I believe in yeah. uh, on Sunday in Philly. Um, so I have, a, I have a couple guys. Dom, I also had Terry McLaurin. Um, I think I think the Giants-Redskins matchup is also great for fantasy this week. Um, 
just kind of miserable defenses that just love to give up big plays. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and Terry McLaurin has has had as good of a rookie year as you possibly can, could with uh, two different quarterbacks um, being injured at the beginning of the year, being in the Washington Redskins organization. Um, all those factors should should have deterred his production and didn't. So good for Terry McLaurin. Um, Morris, I have, I have a guy that's in the, uh, lining up in the slot for the Chargers. It's Keenan Allen. Um, I'd like to pay up for him this week at 6,300. I think, I think, I think he goes bonkers, um, this week against Oakland. Um, and then I have, this is more of a flyer pick, but had some production recently, Curtis Samuel, um, for the Panthers against the Colts. Uh, you obviously saw the Colts give it up last night to, Whomever, I mean, Traquan Smith had, was had production. T- Taysom Hill had production. So, who's to say that Curtis Samuel couldn't do more of the same this week uh, against an awful Colts defense uh, at the t- at the moment right now? Yeah, I like the Samuel pick. To um, I mean, him or DJ Moore. Samuel's price lower though, right? Forty five hundred for Samuel. Yeah, so he's yeah. I mean, that's a bargain. He seems to get more touchdowns than DJ Moore too, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, quite, I mean, as bad as Carolina is, and they are awful, um, the receivers will still put up numbers. He had only 31 yards, but he did have a touchdown last week. Um, so yeah, and he's got seven touchdowns in the year too. So, you know, you, I think that's also a decent game for fantasy, um, on both sides, probably more so on the Colts side, but a little bit on the, uh, on the Panthers side as well. Um, I like Williams better than Allen, but you know, I mean, it's a crapshoot. But either one of them or both of them could go off just because it's Oakland. So, does uh, Will Greer starting a quarterback? Oh, that's Maybe. right. Possibly. Totally, totally forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know if it's official yet, but does that scare you at all? Because I think he's a gunslinger and it's going to do well. So, that's why I like the Samuel pick. Um, uh, but for you guys, does it scare you? Actually, no, it makes me more excited about my Curtis Samuel pick. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, that's how I that's how I feel. Because Kyle Allen was Kyle just he's been miserable, man. Yeah, he's bad. He's been he's been miserable. Um I think he could stay in the in the league as a quarterback. I don't know if he's a starter though. Um no. and we'll see what Will Greer has, man. He's I I've I've liked him since since college. I thought he was thought he was gonna be pretty pretty damn good. So uh we'll find out tomorrow. Wednesday afternoon, I think, is when they make their decision for quarterback this week. So uh, that'll be some exciting news. Yes, it, yes, it will be. Former Florida boy. So I know. I was going to say, I know you're a big little girl guy, Dom. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> All right. Well, it turns out there's there's quite a, quite a few options here at receiver this week, and it feels like it has been like that um, throughout the year. So uh, hopefully, we exploit some of these matchups that we've highlighted. Um, let's move on to tight end. Um, a couple more good matchups here. Um, obviously, I'm never going to write an article with Jimmy Graham in it ever again. Um, <laughs> always when I pick him, he always, yeah, he's he always dead gone, man. Stinks, he's, man. He's 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 done. Every time Dom picks him, I'm like, ah, he didn't pick yeah, him for like three weeks. You know what? Maybe right. maybe I'll do it. <laughs> he's and, useless. He's he's not. He just goes off at the wrong times, you know. Big games when you need him, he just doesn't do anything. <laughs> the games that don't really mean much, he just goes off, have a good day, and it's it's been a struggle. I thought this would be a very good pickup when it first happened, but it has not been. Oh, well, that, that's all right. Um, it's been a crapshoot all year at the position regardless. So, um, 
All right, we'll move on to these tight ends. Morris, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, who you got here? I am paying up for my boy, Zach Ertz, this week. 6400 the highest-priced tight end. I know, you know, it's stating the obvious here. This is not a sneaky play at all. Um, but I think it's the right play. He routinely goes off against Dallas. Don't pay any attention to that game, the first game of the year when the Eagles played the Cowboys this year where he only had two catches for 38 yards. I know that's bad. Um, but, you know, everybody in the Eagle, on the Eagles team was horrendous that night. Throw that game out the window. Last year, it's went off against Dallas. Um, he had two touchdowns in one game. Um, and he's clearly emerged. I mean, not that he – I mean, he was the number one guy all along here for Carson. Um, but certainly in recent weeks, you know, he's really been relied upon heavily. Three touchdowns in the last two games, four in the last four games, tons of targets, um, double-digit targets every week now, basically. Um, and with the two tight end look, with Goddard and Ertz, um, I think that frees up Ertz a lot because Goddard has to be accounted for. I mean, he can be a mismatch. Um, opposing defenses do fear him. Um, and I, I just really like the matchup with Ertz. He works in the middle of the field real nice against Dallas. He'll get those red zone targets. I think he'll definitely get a touchdown. Um, and there's a reason why he's priced 6400 because, I mean, I think that they know he's going to go off too. So I think he's definitely worth paying out for. Yeah, I mean, you, there's really nothing bad you can say about Zach Ertz and especially when he's been playing so well. Um, so I do like the pick. My my guy is kind of running off the theme that we've had the last, you know, actually pretty much all season. Uh, going up against the Cardinals, I got Jacob Hollister. Guy hasn't had the greatest last few games, but I'm willing to take that risk at, what is he, at 4,200. I'm willing to take it against the Cardinals this week. No, I like uh, Jacob Hollister. I think it's a pretty good pick. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna roll with Jacob Hollister. Well, obviously, I think Zach Ertz is a very good play. Um, but if you don't want to pay up at tight end, which is obviously always understandable, I do think Jacob Hollister has a really good week this week. And he's not the type of player like Jimmy Graham or um, a couple of other guys that they could possibly end up with point five. Like I think, <laughs> I think Jacob Hollister is gonna get points, so it won't completely ruin your life if you put in Jacob Hollister. Um, He's been getting points every week. His his lowest point total since he's become a starter is is like is four points. But I mean, he's had games where he's had nineteen points, twenty points, ten points, seven points. So I think against Arizona, who I mean, they let they allow touchdowns to uh, Ricky Seals Jones this past week. I mean, oh, I can't believe the guy yeah. still has a job. And I mean, <laughs> I've maintained they, he's better than Njoku. <laughs> well, Njoku's been hurt all year. He's yeah, been hurt all year. He stinks he's, when he plays anyway. He's played in three games. Yeah. He's played in three games. Yeah, but he still stinks. He blows. I'm a little higher on him than you guys. but uh, I'm off the David and Joku bandwagon. Uh, but anyway, uh, I mean, Arizona's defense ranks 32nd against tight ends, 32nd in passing yards allowed per game, 32nd in total yards allowed per game, 30th in points allowed per game. I mean, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair, and uh, the ball's going to get spread around everybody. No Josh Gordon anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sad. Back, back on the pots, probably or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, uh, this matchup is exploitable, and uh, I think Jacob Hollister is gonna be a big part of it. Yeah, I like Hollister, I think he's pretty good. Um, whoever it seems like it's you know, plays tight end for Seattle, um, seems like they just utilize that position well on that offense. Um, Will Disley, obviously, earlier in the year, unfortunately, he got hurt. Um, Luke Wilson there for a few weeks, he got a little banged up. Um, and now Hollister's emerged, so uh, I do like him. 
All right. So like there's probably those, those are probably only two options I would go after um, this week at the, at the tight end position. Um, let's, let's move on to defense. Um, I'll start off real quickly and I'm going to go with the Jets defense. Um, oh, like read like my mind, you know, <laughs> like, like we've discussed uh, throughout this podcast. Uh, we think it's going to be a low scoring affair. Um, I, this for me has like 14 to 10 written all over it with like three duck Hodges interceptions. Um, so I think the jets will force a few turnovers. They're not going to let up a lot of points and, uh, at $3,000, I think they're a solid play this week. Love the jets. Um, 3000, I would scoop them up in a heartbeat. They played a little better recently. Not with last week, notwithstanding, don't count that. It's because the Ravens. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, you know, duck Hodges, I think we kind of saw what he really is. I mean, yeah, he was a nice story there for a few weeks. He's probably still better than Mason Rudolph, but he will uh, he will definitely turn the ball over and be pressured into making poor decisions because he's a young, undrafted rookie QB. So I, uh, I like the Jets at home this week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'll take the Jets' defense with you guys. Wow, another clean sweep clean on sweep defense. sweep on the day, yeah. Interesting stuff. The Bengals did not really work out last week. Very no, no, not quite. <laughs> That's that's okay though. Uh, that wasn't really their fault. It was mainly just Dalton screwing them over and turning the ball over and giving the Pats points. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, that is very true. All right. Well, that concludes our plays for DraftKings lineups. Um, and as always, we will move on to picks against the spread. No Thursday night football this week. Uh, have to wait a few extra days for the games, but there is Saturday football. Uh, also want to remind listeners that uh, the Saturday games will not be part of the classic slate for DraftKings. So that is why we didn't mention any of these matchups or players from these matchups. Um, so the Saturday games, one o'clock, we got Texans at the Buccaneers, which I believe is a very sneaky football game this week. And uh, the Bucks are home and the Texans are three point favorites on the road against them. Yeah, actually I like this game. Um, Kind of unfortunate that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have both gone down for Tampa because um, I think they both would have gone off in this game um, like they've been doing all year. But uh, now with them out, I think the uh, Texans can wrap up the AFC South with a win. Um, kind of like Houston to go down there and win and cover, but should be an entertaining and probably high-scoring game. Yeah, I like the Texans to go win this game. I'm going to roll with the Bucks. Interesting. I just got the feeling, man. I just got the feeling that, I mean, Jameis has been hot. Jameis has been hot, man. He's been hot. They're going to sign him. More Jameis in Tampa and more interception and touchdown fun to come in, in, in the future years. And uh, don't don't count out uh, Brashad Perriman if, if you play DraftKings on Saturdays. I think that's, I think that's a solid play. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, the Bills at the Patriots. This is uh, – Oof, this has some divisional stuff on the line here. Both teams have clinched the playoff spot, but the division has not been clinched. And for some, uh, this is, I'm upset at Vegas right now. Uh, the Patriots are six and a half point favorites. It's pretty brutal at six and a half. Um, no respect for those Bills, man. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think the Pats win the game. But that offense just is nothing. It just gave you no encouraging signs. I mean, last week they scored a bunch of short fields. I think the Pats win, but the Bills will give them all hell, and they will cover that six and a half. 
Yeah, I think the Bills cover this game. I, th- I think the Bills. I think the Bills win this football game. Wow, the Bills into Foxborough in December with a win. They very well might. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I, w- I wouldn't either. I hope they do. I mean, they went to Heinz Field, you know, at night, and I mean, that's that's a crazy environment to play in, and it didn't seem like they lost a step. You know, I mean, they didn't exactly play great on offense, but I mean, they played really well on defense. Trey White is an absolute problem. Um, so I, I like the Bills, man. They're, they're going to make things interesting. I just want to see the pass go down so damn badly. Um, so that probably has something to do with my pick. But I don't know. Anyway, that's going to be a good football game. Um, moving on to the nightcap on the Saturday, we have the Rams at the 49ers. Um, both teams coming off uh, brutal losses, uh, both in different fashions, but both brutal. The Niners are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Rams. Um, I, I like the Niners. I think they bounce back. They're better. The Rams are, they're, they're toast. Um, their season's over. So, uh, I think the Niners can bounce back in a big way. I think they win big. I'm going to pick the Rams here. I think they've been playing better other than obviously last Sunday to the Cowboys. And I think this, you know, division game, I think it'll be very tough for them, uh, for the 49ers to, you know, blow them out or any or I think this game's close so I'm going to take the Rams oh I'm going to take the Rams too I'm not sure why um but I just have that feeling like you said Dom divisional game um and I mean nothing to lose for them so um I think they'll bounce back um I think the 49ers still win though um moving on to Sunday one o'clock We've got the Jaguars at the Falcons, and this is so interesting. Both teams are five and nine, and the Falcons are seven point favorites here. Yeah, shows you what Vegas thinks about the Jags. Um, give me the Falcons. I think they they roll. They win big, ton of points. Yeah, I got the Falcons also. Yep, clean sweep. I'm I'm gonna take Atlanta, and it'll probably disappoint all of us. <laughs> um, moving on to. Another divisional matchup here. We got the Ravens going to Cleveland to play the Browns. The Ravens are 10-point favorites on the road. Got to be honest, I think this is a little high. Browns, one of two teams to beat the Ravens this year. Um, I don't think they're going to beat them because I think they're a dead team that, you know, clearly has a fractured culture and locker room there. Um, But I do kind of think they cover this 10-point spread, um, but the Ravens will win. I... Man, I'm going to take the Ravens here. I think the Browns are done. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. Um, the Browns have just – I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, but Dom and I called it, as always. We'll, we'll mention that every week. Uh, we, did, we did call it. We did, indeed. Uh, I think Dom called it in the summer with uh, – Jarvis and Odell possibly going at yes. each other. Yeah. And they, they were crying. He, I, he I, I just I saw it coming. And yeah, now, they're, now they're yelling at the sideline, come get me. You know? So, oh maybe, maybe Baker should lay off the uh, Old Spice commercials this offseason. Oh, my God. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to what's going to be a really good football game, um, in my opinion. We got the Saints going to Tennessee to play the Falcons. I mean, the Titans, excuse me. Uh, Titans need this win, um, and the Saints are two and a half point favorites on the road. 
Yeah, I really like this game. This is definitely the game of the one o'clock slate. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. I think they found their footing. Titans, I still think will make the playoffs somehow. Um, but I think the, the Saints are they're, uh, they're finding their groove at the right time. Um, I Too much Breeze, too much Thomas. I think they, uh, they'll outscore the Titans. It will probably be a shootout. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints here. I'm going to take the Titans. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the Saints on the road this week. Just not feeling it. Um, moving on to what could possibly be another high-scoring affair. We got the Panthers going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Uh, match that we've talked about a lot this week. The Colts are six and a half point favorites. Um, it's a tough one. High spread for how the Colts have been playing. I think they win the game, but I think the Panthers cover. I don't know why, but I think they do. Yeah, I think the Panthers cover. Colts win. Yeah, I'm not going to say the Panthers are going to win, but I, I definitely think they cover this. I feel like this is high right now. Um, I think it will drop. <clears throat> by the end of the week um moving on to who now this morris this is the one o'clock game of the week oh, Bengals. No. i know Dolphins. <laughs> the stink bomb of the 2019 nfl season oh uh, my goodness God, i wish the dolphins like you know they're three and 11 i wish they were one and 13 and this game was totally for the number one pick and for the rights to pick joe burrow probably um miami's one point favorite here yeah um I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I think they'll 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 do enough to fuck up the number one pick and you know keep everyone on their toes for another week. Why not? Anarchy. I'll go. With, I'll go with the Bengals. I'm gonna take the Dolphins here. This this is awful. <laughs> um, I am gonna take the Bengals. I think Joe Mixon goes absolutely bananas this week. Um, and he's been playing really well, by the way. Really well, by the way. Um. Ooh, he could actually be a decent play this week. I forgot to mention him. Um, all right, moving on to uh, the Steelers going to MetLife to play the Jets. The Steelers are three-point favorites here. Oh, um, I like the Jets, man. I, I like the Jets to cover and win this game. I think the Steelers, I think the, the uh, luck has kind of run out on the Hodges, you know, piece together this kind of dream season the Steelers have having. Um, they've done a lot with, you know, what they had. You know, that be commended for it, but uh, I think it's kind of coming, coming, crashing and burning right now. I think the Jets win. Give me the Steelers in this game. I think the Jets are, I just don't think they'll beat the Steelers. <laughs> you know what? I, I know the Jets got basically blown out technically by the Ravens, but I was at that game. And Sam Darnold, man, he looked good. I Like, he barely had any pocket to throw in, and he was making some incredible throws to his receivers. Um, I don't know, at home, 1 o'clock, I, I like the Jets, man. I like the Jets. Give me a little hope. I'm with you. I'm with you, Tino. I, I'll take a 7-9 finish, possibly. <laughs> um, moving on to... Uh, the NFC least game of the year. We got the Giants at the Redskins just outside of D.C. Uh, both teams are uh, sporting a 3-11 and record. Um, and the Redskins are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Redskins win, and they cover just because they're at home. Probably be an ugly three-point game. Um, but actually will be some points scored, I think. Um, 
but I'll, uh, I'll go with the skins. Yeah, I'm going to go with the skins also. Pay attention to the quarterbacks if you're betting this game for the Giants because uh, I think it can make a very big difference in who you pick this week. Uh, if, if Manning plays quarterback, uh, I like the Giants um, this week, and I think I kind of like them overall for whatever reason. I think Slayton and uh, Shepard have some, some pretty good days as well as Barkley. Um, moving on to the Lions at the Broncos, 405 start. The Broncos are six and a half point favorites at home. Um, Denver, Detroit is low key, maybe the worst team in football right now. Um, not even worth talking or mentioning about. So I think, uh, I think Denver rebounds from their stinker last week and they cover. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos here. Yeah, I'm going to take Drew Locke and the Broncos. Um, but I will point out that I was correct about Danny Amendola last week. Yeah, you were. That's right. He went off. <laughs> he, went <laughs> he had a huge day. Somebody's going to catch those passes from David Blau, Blow, whatever the hell his name is. David Blau, respect the name. Wow, my bad. Yeah, come on, Morris. <laughs> Last kid to beat David Ohio Blau, State, man. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, too high, Dom. David Blau's going to knock the Packers out of the division title in week 17. Oh, well, my goodness. <laughs> if, oh, I could care less if that happens. I just need a. I mean, they're in a playoffs. I can care less how they got there. <laughs> got it. We want to win the division, though. I want to get a home game. Eh, I could care less about that. <laughs> You'd rather. Pack, oh, man, Packers it. won the Super Bowl going into. Three oh, road, Jesus. Three we're we're living on Donald Driver and, and Clay Matthews and everybody still. Jordan. Oh, how could you? Uh, Jordan Nelson. Yeah. Okay. With Times three, have changed. Times have changed. Let's move on. Three road games to win the Super Bowl. I'm just going to throw that out yeah, there. It does yeah, not matter where yeah, you play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It matters how hot you are at the end of the oh, year. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on to Raiders at the Chargers. Wow. The, Ch- the Chargers are six-point favorites here. This is one that I actually do like the Chargers to cover. Um, Raiders coming off of, of an all-time low for the season, blowing that final game in the black hole on Sunday. Um, I think the Chargers still have the weapons on offense. I kind of think they blow, blow Oakland out. I'm going to take the Raiders here. I don't know why, but I'm going to take them. Oh, I am going to take the Chargers. Um, a lot of points, a lot of turnovers, um, but I think the Chargers pulled this one out and uh, win by a touchdown. Um, let's, all right, here it is, Morris. 425 on Fox. Oh, boy. Basically for the division. Cowboys at the Eagles, both teams sporting 7-7 seven seven records. And you know what? The Cowboys are three-point favorites on the road in Philly. Morris. I'm not shocked, man. You know, we, we love being in our underdog role. It's what we won the Super Bowl off of. It's what we made our late-season run last year with, with Foles. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, we knew it was going to come down to this game all year. I'm thrilled it's finally here. Um, I'm glad both teams, especially the Eagles, are going in off of the high, winning two games in a row. I know it's against the Giants and the Redskins, but, you know, you can kind of see what, what's been going on. It's not – who they beat, it's how they beat them with engineered fourth-quarter drives from Wentz in the clutch. Dallas with their blowout last week. Um, but, you know, I think that's going to work against them. Dallas does this thing where, you know, they blow somebody out. They, you know, get a little comfortable. They start feeling themselves. They beat the Eagles a few times in a row. If they might take them for granted. I know, you know, it's division game. Why would you take anything for granted? You know, playoffs are on the line. But I just – I trust the Eagles more, man. I know I'm an Eagles fan. I'm biased. But – 
you know, just something about the infrastructure and, you know, the culture the Eagles have over, you know, the dysfunction of Dallas and them knowing their coach is going to get fired no matter what. Um, I just believe in that more. I think they're a little bit more mentally tough, even though Dallas is more talented, um, especially on offense. But I think the mentally tough team and the home team plays a big factor in this game. Um, it's going to be a knockdown drag out fight to the wire. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. Well-played game. Both teams haven't, you know, like I said, played well the last few weeks. But uh, I think my birds come out on top, man. 27-24, Eagles win. They will be your 2019 NFC East champs. I'm going to go with the Eagles here. Yes! I think, I think once the uh, the Rocky starts playing. Oh, baby. The game, you know I'm ready. This game, this game, this crowd's going to be rowdy. I just – I don't see – the Cowboys going in there and being productive. I do think it's a close game. I do think this game is more of a push than an outright, you know, win for the spread at least for or yeah, I'm sorry. Um I think this game is more of a push, but I'm going to take the Eagles to to win it and cover anyways. I am oh, going to no, go Gino, with Don't do it. Don't do it. The Eagles. Oh, Made me sweat that one out. I meant to play it on my. Uh, I was gonna play the fight song, but I. Oh I, damn! I, I should have done back. that. Can yeah. we get? Can we get a little fight song from, you, from yeah. Morris? Get it rolling. You want me to play? You want me to play right now? Hold on, hold on. I got. It. I have it right you here. You got it. I can got it here in the background. Eagles fight. <laughs> On the road to victory, goes by. On the road to victory, <laughs> Eagles Eagles. <laughs> Fucking go, baby. Ready to walk through a brick wall right now. I will be down there at 7 a.m. tailgating, crushing beers, cooking up sausage and peppers, revving myself up for 425. Holy shit. Oh, my goodness. Man, oh, man. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's go, baby. Fly into the night. We're winning this Oh, shit. my goodness. Sorry, that's great. Um, All right, let's move on real quick. Uh, Cardinals, Seahawks. Um. Seahawks at home are nine and a half point favorites. Oh, gotta come down. Um, Cardinals, actually. I uh, think the Seahawks win, but I think that spread's too high. Division game, I like the way Kyler's playing. I think Seattle is kind of fraudulent. Um, I think they, they will be exposed here over the next few weeks in the playoffs. So uh, I'll go with the Cardinals to cover, but the Seahawks will win. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks have not blown anyone out, so I, I like the Cardinals here. Um, all right, let's move on to Sunday night football. We've got the Chiefs at Chicago to play the Bears, who almost had the miracle against the Packers this past weekend. Don't remind um, me. Oh, they should have. <laughs> should have. <laughs> Pitch it out, Robinson. Jesper was Jesper Horstead, wasn't it him? Yeah, something like that. Robinson's right there to walk in. They probably would have bungled the two point conversion, though, so it wouldn't have mattered. 
Oh. All right. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs are five-point favorites in Chicago this week. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Bears are, you know, it's kind of over now. Them along with the Rams are kind of holding on to some faint, false sense of hope, and that got crushed last weekend. Um, I think the Chiefs are rolling right now. Defense is playing a lot better. Um, I think the Chiefs win and they cover. Yeah, let's go Chiefs, even though I – <laughs> oh my god bro two you want me to sing it again <laughs> no no <laughs> i'll go all night here yeah Jeez. you take the chiefs dom yes i'm taking the chiefs uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna take the chiefs as well i th- i think they route the chicago bears um all right now dom your turn monday night football Packers at the Vikings. This spread surprises me a little bit. The Vikings are four and a half point favorites here. Well, this is why they're four point favorites. I believe Aaron Rodgers has never won in Minnesota since he's really? been, uh, a starter. You know, it's a game he started. I don't think he, they've won in Minnesota. Huh. Uh, I'm not too sure on that, but I'm pretty sure. Maybe like the new stadium or something since they built that. Can I that? mean, no, the new stadium's only been around. I don't think they've beaten the Minnesota in Minnesota for a long time. Yeah. Um, look, this game's for the division that the Packers can win it, right? I mean, obviously, the Minnesota Vikings are still there. It's a big game. Coming off of what you know has been a really rough offensive year but they're still finding ways to win. As Rodgers states it, I'll win ugly all the way to the Super Bowl, and I'm all for that. Packers cover this game. Packers win this game by a touchdown, I believe. Uh, And we stomp our way to Week 17. I can watch a meaningless Week 17 game against the Lions once again, and we go to the playoffs. um, I do not want to rain on any parades here. Oh, come on. We all we all took the Eagles, so I will go with the Packers. Um, maybe with a touch of a wink 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 there. Um, wow. But no, <laughs> I picked Carson Wentz. <laughs> I know. I picked the Eagles. <laughs> Just giving you my honest pick here, man. You man. Know, people, people want honest opinions. They don't they don't want homerism. Man. Um, even though I give them homerism every week. But uh, no, you know what? Packers win. There's block field goal return for a touchdown to win the game. If that happens, I'll not only will be on the edge of my seat having a heart attack again, <laughs> but I will go wild if that's <laughs> the case. How many Miller lights will you crush if the Packers uh, win on a block field goal? I'd probably go into the night because I have off on Tuesdays. So easily, like I might run up to the bar, run up to Finks real quick, and uh. <laughs> start crushing them. I mean, that's the type of game it would be. With the division, I got the champagne already ready to go, just in case, you know. Don't want to be running out Super Bowl Sunday for it. So here we go. Let's go pack. <laughs> okay. Go, pack, go. Yes. There's there's only one way to go in this game, and it's with the Packers win. I mean, it's that's what the people want to see. You want to see Aaron Rodgers win this game. So let's go Packers. I want to see Aaron Rodgers look like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, you, you, I think I think that part of his career, for the most part, is done. Probably, yeah. But it's good because they have a running game now. Obviously, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, those two-headed monsters. Uh, 
this receiving core isn't that great other than Devontae Adams. I mean, Alan Lazard, Jake Kumra, by the way. What oh, a catch. Yeah, that was incredible. The I, saw, I, I did see that. The, the juke moves and the spins. And yeah. The breaking tackles. I thought he, he looked like he was going to score for a second. He did. And I think – I think you're going to see a lot more of him these last two games of the year, definitely against the Lions. And I think you'll see a steady amount of him uh, this week against the Vikings. Yeah. Love me some Jay Kumaro. Um, Dom's underdog prior to season. So um, good stuff from him. That was a nice catch that he had. Um, but anyway, excited, excited for this week of football, man. A lot of good games. Um, season's really heating up, you know, if, uh, fine for those last playoff stops, uh, playoff spots. You got the Texans fighting, Titans uh, fighting, Steelers fighting, uh, Packers and Vikings. Don't know where they're going to be at. Don't know where the Niners and the Seahawks are going to be at. So a lot of a lot of exciting stuff in football this week, and I uh, can't wait for it. Um, Want to remind everyone to uh, to visit us at jokermac.com, the home of the underdog. Tyler O'Shea put out a great article on Ryan Tannehill at the beginning of this week. Um, it's a great read. It's a must read. Um, he's been our boy all year, and uh, Tyler O'Shea decided to, to write a piece for us there. So um, good stuff right there. As always, follow us on Twitter, at PlaysSneaky. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter uh, before the Saturday games, before the Sunday games. Um, give you some advice on your Saturday lineups, Sunday lineups, um, some captain's lineups. Uh, always hit those DMs, and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for being loyal through us through 70 episodes. Wow. wow. That's awesome. 70, yep, 70 okay. episodes. So <sighs> next season, we'll, uh, we'll hit that 100 mark, um, and uh, it'll, it'll be awesome. So as always, thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Um, and we'll leave you off with a little bit of On the Road to Victory. <laughs> oh, my God. Party goes fight. Touchdown. One, two, one, two, three. Hit them low. Hit them high. <laughs> Watch our Eagles fight. <laughs> Fly, Eagles, fly <laughs> on the road to victory. E A G L E S, Eagles. <laughs> <laughs>